Hello there. Welcome to my podcast, Princess and the Pea Survivor Edition, where we talk about healing from trauma, life's sometimes seemingly impossible tests, and how these ongoing tests impact our relationships with others, as well as the one we have with ourselves. Thanks for being here. My name is Faith Christine Bergevin. You can call me Faith. Today, we're talking about indecision and making choices. Being stuck in indecision is a hard place to be. After all, no one tells us what the right thing to do is. Okay, maybe they do, but that's when we're young and in school and forced to follow the rules. But then we grow up and we have to make choices. And sometimes it can be overwhelming when there are so many choices to make. Listen now about how two core experiences I had, one seemingly minor after a major event, the other more definitive, offered me unexpected confirmation on my own quest for the next right thing. The next right thing, when you don't know what to do. Quote by Wendell Berry from Standing by Words, his poem. It may be that when we no longer know what to do, we have come to our real work. We all want to believe we are absolutely sure of ourselves, who we are, what we do, how we present to the world. It is important for our sense of self, our sense of certainty, that we know what we're doing. But sometimes we don't. Sometimes we're not sure who we are or where we're even going. Sometimes we find ourselves at a crossroads and are wondering how to make the next step and what that next step should even be. The sense of uncertainty can drive us to distraction as it feels terrible not to know. How do we manage this uncertainty? A wee story. When I was receiving support soon after the assault, I met a victim support worker a few times as I decided whether or not to report to police. Even though she's not a clinical counselor, I found talking to her quite helpful. She was pragmatic and empathetic too, but while she didn't delve into relationship dynamics or even my healing process, she talked about doing what was best for me when in the moment. While I grappled with uncertainty and indecisiveness, torn apart in many ways while completely dumbfounded this all even happened to me, she helped me see what was in front of me. What's the next right thing, she asked as we were ending one session. I don't know, I said. I should be working on school things, but I feel overwhelmed right now. So now, she pressed, if you could pick one thing to do, one thing, right now after leaving this office, what would it be? I want to go to a cafe, I said. I don't want to be alone, even if I don't know anyone there. I want a scone. There it is, she said. That's your next right thing. Life's tests. Now, of course, I'm not saying the answer comes in a scone. It's not that simple for most of our decisions, particularly the big ones. But when I think about that day many years ago, I recall why I chose that particular cafe. 
It gave me comfort. It was where I wrote many papers during my master's degree. It was where I got the idea for a play where this profound inspiration came and I was compelled to write it that night. It was where I met other creative people and had friendly encounters. It was where I came when I needed to feel part of the world but couldn't reach out in my devastation. Life has tests for us. Sometimes they're quizzes and we ace them. Sometimes they're long exams and it feels like they never will end. And we're really not sure how we're doing, whether we're passing or failing, because this test is going on a long time. How do you go on when you're in the midst of one long exam? Response to life. It seems a good part of life is making decisions. How we spend our time, who we hang out with, what we focus on. And it is in these decisions, some small, some big, that we make a life. That can be scary. How do we know we're on the right path when it seems as if we're not getting feedback yet? Or if we should keep going or change direction? We are exercising choice. Day by day, we choose how we live, what job we are going to, and what relationship is the one that will support us along the path we want to be on, or not. We try to exercise control and find we have none. Life is this constant handshake between the decisions we make and what life throws at us. How can we be sure the efforts we make will pay off in the end, and how do we even know? Dealing with uncertainty. The pandemic took much away, many choices that were givens. I remember in shock as the pandemic wore on of not being allowed to attend a dance. Dance is a core element of our social fabric, whether we imagine young adults at clubs, the celebrations at weddings, the traditional dances of different cultures, the grace and beauty of professional dancers, or the unique bouncy dances of toddlers who have just learned to move their bodies upright. Dance is in the very fabric of our lives, of our rhythmic souls. Social dancing helps us to connect with others in our community, to feel like we are part of something fun, unifying, and playful. To have it taken away for such a long period of time created rifts in the community culture. As far as I'm aware, this has never happened before in the history of mankind. Now, it seems... Everything is available to us, travel and community events, and we can go to weddings and have funerals. Everything is there. And yet there seems to be this mounting pressure to catch up on all that was missed. Those three long years when the world stood still, yet many experienced incredible fear due to social and economic change. It's like the past three years have been a, a blur. Was it really three years? Now with uncertainty in many, year, many areas, whether it be war or high inflation or job situations, cost of living, we try to go on as if life didn't take a horrible turn. We try to forget, we adjust, we move on. And yet the loss of these years can make us question our own path. What we're doing with this one precious life we have making us wonder if we're even on the right path. We have choices. 
Double down and do what we've always known. That's always an option. Explore new opportunities to see if a new path is waiting for us. That's a choice too. Do we take a chance on something new or play it safe? When there is nothing we can do to make things certain, all we have is ourselves and our resources. What resources do we even have? And are you here? Really here? I recently unearthed something from my prerequisite coursework going back to 2015. It was the day after I was crumpled up in pain wondering what to do with my life. I pulled myself together and attended my first class of counseling theories, a course I had to take to even apply to graduate school. I still remember that day, meeting this lovely professor. She had a warm voice with a slight accent and sat casually on a desk in front of us all, her multiple bangles dangling on her forearm, tingling like bells, gently summoning us to attention on that early May day. She looked around at all of us and said, Welcome, she paused. You have all decided to join me on this sunny day, she said. Let's come together in honor that we've chosen to be here today. She smiled at all of us. Let's all take a breath. She inhaled and exhaled. And we all breathed in and out as one. I'm here, she said warmly, arms out slightly with an open gesture. In that moment, my fears went away. My fears of wondering whether I was on the right path or not. Somehow I'd made it here. I was no longer wandering aimlessly, trying to make sense of a life that had somehow lost its meaning. I was here in this classroom. I was working to understand and make a better future for myself. It was my next right thing. What's yours? Today, I ask you, what can you do today, tomorrow, the next day, this week, that will help you feel like you're living your life, a life you choose. And as you sit or stand or walk or wherever you are in this moment, can you close your eyes, if it's safe, of course, <laughs> close your eyes and take a breath. Breathe in and out and say, I'm here. Now, open your eyes, look around. What is your next right thing? And so it ends. This is usually the point that I have footnotes, but there are no footnotes today. Um, I'm sitting here on a Friday evening. I just went for a walk in the rain and I've had the most interesting week where I've been working on three concurrent projects um, as well as my regular work. And 
it's a hard question. What is the next right thing? Like I look back at 2015 and the journey I went on to become a professional counselor. I mean, it started that that day that I just talked about in that room with that professor and so much happened after that. So many courses, so much learning and, and I look back and it's been eight years and I have my degree. I have a graduate degree and I'm really proud of that accomplishment. It's brought me to this place where I help people in my work and I also have creative projects like this one, like my publication on Substack and then you know, reading, reading it in an audio version so that you can listen to it. And I have a couple of other projects that I'm working on um, to offer in my community to try and bring um, community connections back and, um, and another writing project. And, you know, it's hard, you know, when we wake up in the morning. I mean, if we go to our jobs and we do our jobs, but then, you know, when we're done it, it's like, okay, what's my next right thing? Like, what's going to bring me, you know, where I want to go if we want to expand our lives and do something different? It's not an easy question. It's not easy to be an adult and to think of all these things, to be responsible for all our grown-up things. Um, and also feel that call to, to do something else or to do something new or expand our lives, whether it's writing or some other project or some other maybe career shift. It takes a lot of courage and faith in yourself to decide to do something different, to decide to expand your life because there are no guarantees. I think it's Paulo Coelho who said something like, don't expect anyone to celebrate you. I mean, I don't have the quote with me, but maybe I'll have it next time. But he said something like, do the work because you want to do the work, not because, you know, you're waiting for some accolades. I mean, accolades are nice and all, but, you know, we have to choose to live our lives in a way that is fulfilling for us. And I don't know if you can hear me walking. <laughs> But I'm actually going because I know where this quote is because I have it prominent. Okay, here I found it. Okay, we're going to end with this quote. This is from Paolo Coelho. Quote, don't expect to get anything back. Don't expect recognition for your efforts. Don't expect your genius to be discovered or your love to be understood. Complete the circle, not out of pride inability or arrogance, but simply because whatever it is no longer fits in your life. Close the door, change the record, clean the house, get rid of the dust, stop being who you were and become who you are. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this audio reading of my essay and my my little commentary after and that beautiful quote from uh, Paulo Coelho. If you would like to learn more about my work, please visit my Substack publication, Princess and the Peace Survivor Edition. Consider becoming a subscriber, yay, since this is a reader-supported podcast. A subscription will give you access to the latest articles on mental health and healing and how to deal with life's tests delivered straight to your inbox. Your support helps me research, write, and produce this work.
Thank you so much for listening. Be well.